Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Good Talks with Mark and Marie. My name is Mark Little. And my name is Marie Murataya. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by the good folks at Binchata. Binchata when horchata just won't do. Proudly endorsed by Justin Beaver. Beaver? Yeah. Yes. Please drink responsibly. <laughs> Who is this Justice Beaver? Justice Beaver. <laughs> He's a crime fighting beaver. He's a crime fighting beaver, of course, who also loves to drink binchata. Shout out to The Office. Huge shout out to The Office. <clears throat> Probably one of the most inspirational shows of all time. I agree. It's, aside from Seinfeld. Yeah. And uh, sorry, Mark, but Friends is also one of my favorites. No, it's all um, right. The Office. It was funny. I was watching, um, or I was on Instagram, and some uh, person was in their story commenting on how they like did one of those polls because she was saying how like my husband's always watching the office. I try to watch it with him. I just don't get it. Am I missing something? And so the poll was yes or no. And I was like, uh, yes. 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 Like, can I say that again? Yes. Third option. You're stupid. Oh my goodness. For I'm, her. I mean, I don't think she's stupid. My just mom doesn't smart. get it either. And my mom and sister don't like it or they mm-hmm. just don't get it. And I've tried to tell them you need to watch it past the first season. I sure. think that first season is, it's a true testament to how much you love it when you finally do make it through, but it's such a good show. It's an amazing show. Oh my goodness. It's absolutely a fantastic show. Uh, when uh, Jim puts all Dwight's stuff in Jello. Oh yeah, but that's the first episode. Oh, is that it's, right? Yeah, and how can you not like that? No, that's fantastic. If, if you're not hooked by that, you, you gotta get out. And I mean, yeah, you know, I don't know. I like that show. And uh, if you don't like that show, mm-hmm then don't talk to me. Wow, geez. Just kidding. That's pretty intense. That is intense, but it was very um, exciting to me when I found out uh, Angie, my roommate, uh, when I I first, the day I moved in, she had that show on the TV. I was like, thank God. Oh, nice. (laughs) You knew it was going to work out. So we just watch it, and then we did on Christmas Eve when we woke up and did our gift exchange. We threw on the Christmas episodes of The Office. Like, nice, just a good show. It's a good show for everyone to gather around and appreciate. Yeah, very, very appreciable show. I think uh, one of the, I was so excited when I found out that uh, Toby was one of the writers. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm like 99% sure that's accurate. Yeah. Well, and um. Uh, Ryan is one of the producers for like most of the episodes. Oh yeah. And one of the writers too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's what I meant then. Cause yeah. I know. Cause like Mindy Colling was also, or however you say her last name was, um, a writer. Uh, was she a writer too? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. I think they're all, they're all writers. But I just thought it was funny. There. I thought it was funny that Toby was one of oh, the yeah. writers because he's just like, cause he's Toby. He's just so nothing, you know? Um, but, but in so many ways, he's everything right. to yeah. that show. I think, and you know, it's funny because I feel like just the other day I was at work and I was like, oh, like this is a Toby. Like mm-hmm. there's the, that person in everybody. Well, maybe not everybody's, but I yeah, probably most work environments. It's like you have that person where you're like, well, really? Like, what is the point of you being here? Yeah. No, I, that's, that's a funny character. Um, when I was, how old was I? I don't know. I was doing an internship. At a, I was doing an internship at a place called internships.com. So, classic. Yeah, very classic. Um, and that's, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's right out of a movie, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, and there are a lot of really smart people there. Um, and 
but it was my first real experience like in a real working office like with a mm. with an HR department and like multiple yeah. vice presidents and like a vice president of whatever and whatever you know mm-hmm. and a bunch of cubicles and stuff and um <clears throat> not a fan did not like it but learned a lot um and this was like she's what year is this? Probably 2000, 2011, 2012. Okay. And uh, they were using stuff to like automate their Twitter. And I was just like, oh man, this is crazy. I didn't know you could do all this stuff. Um, but uh, <laughs> what made me think of that is at the end of the thing, you talk to the, you basically have an exit uh, okay, interview. Yeah. And so you talk to the lady who was in HR. Mm-hmm. And um, my only real knowledge of HR came from toby in the office so (laughs) going into to talk to her i was just like oh my god she's gonna be terrible Um, she's gonna be this like boring just like lurch of a human being does she wear tan honestly i don't remember what she was wearing (laughs) but she was she was super cool yeah um and it was funny it's just funny how um when you're young or i think anytime you've yet to experience something that thing is you really blow it up in your mind you like make it a big deal or whatever oh yeah so like I knew I was going to go work um, for for this company and that the guys who ran it were were like some, some dudes, like some guys who really uh, have, had done some things business-wise. Uh, and I was like, man, I really like, I want to, you know, be do good and whatever. Um, so before I started, um, I had like long hair and I think I, mm-hmm. I like chopped my hair off and stuff um, to go work in this office, which was like stupid which is so ridiculous um <laughs> but i just remember that because i don't know i must have showed her a picture of my id or she needed for some reason she needed to like scan my id oh. to, to say like i had worked there i don't know exactly yeah, what for they always have to do that but she like looked at it and she was like oh man you cut all your hair off to work here oh and i was like uh i guess i did uh and she's like you didn't have to do that or something like that and i was just like damn like i really didn't uh, <laughs> so that was a you know there's a there's a lesson in yeah. being yourself uh, yeah right you know well, yeah don't they never, don't like you never do something like that unless you're doing for it for you. yourself yeah it's true that's the lesson that's why i cut my hair for yourself mm-hmm. damn sure it wasn't for me no it wasn't <laughs> stupid <laughs> so proud uh, of that yeah that's, i'm mainly proud of that because it's, it's recorded and everyone can hear it. Yeah, I know. I'm actually a little bit satisfied that they can hear that too. Yeah, shout out. Shout out to the people. Shout out to the people. Oh, you, so you don't like my hair? Let's get this recorded too. Uh, no, it's fine. I don't... <laughs> oh my God. These are <laughs> these are my favorite kind of conversations. Okay. Anyways, no. My, uh, my point being... What? It's funny to me that uh, whenever girls typically change their hair drastically, it's after a breakup. It's a very typical thing. And yeah. I, not every girl does it. And I didn't. Um, I did it mid uh, or I don't know. When did I first cut my hair? Maybe a year ago I started like chopping it down. Probably. But when it first was really drastic, I remember somebody asked me like, did you and Mark break up? What happened? I was like, I don't like nothing. And, you know, well, you cut your hair like yeah. it looks so different. I was like, um I like it. Like, I don't know. I, I did it because I wanted to do it. Yeah. Mark had nothing to do with that decision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I've always been very against changing my looks for somebody else. So, mm. so I appreciate the fact that she commented on you not cutting your hair, cutting your hair off. Oh, yeah. Shout out to her. Uh, it's been a while. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I also remember what I learned from from that job. I was I was doing I was just like making beats and stuff at the time, and um, I remember talking to I think he was like the what was he. I don't know. He was basically, he was second in charge of the whole place. So what, whatever that guy would be. Um, and he was super, super smart business guy. Mm-hmm. And I was basically trying to figure out like, all right, what do I need to do to be able to make money off of my own thing? Mm. And this was kind of before I got into um, probably Tim Ferriss and stuff yeah. or, or maybe like maybe around the same time. I don't know. But he basically told me, he's like, you need 10,000 emails. You just need like, oh yeah, you need to start collecting emails yeah. and get that list to 10,000. And when you're there, you'll be all right. You'll be making money. It's so true. Yeah. And I, um, the Gold Digger podcast, that's one that I love, love, love She'll to listen to. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, it's from Gold Digger. Oh, 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 yes. Um, Kanye West. Anyways, no, this is Jenna Kutcher. Kutcher. Oh, geez. I don't know. Um, totally different idea. Totally different. Yeah, but anyways, she um, talks about this. She's like a self-made millionaire. Uh-huh. And she is your age. Um, Who is she? Jenna Kutcher. She She, she was a bachelorette or what? N- no. Who? She was... was she? What did she do? Oh, she had some kind of an office job when she first graduated college. Uh-huh. Then she quit her job and started doing... Uh, what being a become she became a wedding photographer with like a three hundred dollar camera. Oh, okay. And worked worked her butt off with just that. Talk about being focused on something. Nice. Um and then she and I'm probably not getting all the details here, but sure. She um basically now by from that and building kind of um a name in, in just Wisconsin too in like the wedding photography industry. Yeah. She then built up her social media platform mm. and she has um, quite a few podcasts talking about the different ways she's done things. She's also now she does all kinds of tutorials for Instagram and yeah. all kinds of stuff and webinars, but she um, has a big Pinterest following and oh. she, that's a big key to her success I think is what she says, but also the emails that's like, she's huge on that and she'll oh, yeah. post on her Instagram, maybe like, couple times a month talking about the importance of getting your email list up and it hmm. just like it's like there on my list of things that i need to like my goal list of like get emails yeah it's just right now at the bottom but it's there um mm, maybe you should put it at the top i should because podcast was at the top and look at us now whoa so, geez i know uh so yeah emails that's a good email list there's a little tip for you oh and actually uh, another, just a little anecdote to talk mm-hmm. about focus. Um, then one day at that same job, look at that, this job, the freaking internship coming back years later to mm-hmm. provide content for the people. Uh, I was talking to the big boss man. Who's a guy named, uh, Robin Richards, who Robin, Robin Richard, double R, uh, super nice guy. And he, I guess invented, or started the business, which was like the precursor to iTunes. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, so, wow. which is crazy. Um, but basically just like a serial entrepreneur, like build, yeah. builds a business, flips it, builds a business and flips it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he was talking to me about focus and, and he was like, basically think of it like this. It's like, if you have a thousand people uh, and you're in a forest and each person 
strikes a match and takes it up to their own mm. tree, it's like nothing happens. But if all thousand people go to one tree mm -hmm. and put that match to it, things gonna light on fire. Mm -hmm. And then because of that, the whole forest is gonna catch on fire. Mm -hmm. Like, and that that little story has stuck in my head just because I think it's partly because it's very visual. Yes. Um, and then it's just kind of an interesting way of thinking about it. And and I guess I've thought about it in that sense before. Yeah. Um. Well, or not really before, but. Now it continues to stay with me and I think about it. So for instance, if you know, you're doing a podcast and you're trying to get also your photography to take off and also your blog to take off and sure. also, you know, your merchandise to take off. Well, it's a whole hell of a lot easier when you got one thing that explodes. So I think of like Will Smith, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, I think he was a rapper before he was on Fresh Prince. <laughs> I think. But I think you're right for the purpose of this story. He will be okay. Yes, but, spent the rapper. But like he got right, he got big in one right thing, and then he's like, "Oh well, guess what? Now I can do this too." And it's like boom, 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 boom. Once you've mm -hmm. got the first one knocked down, everything else feels a lot easier. Oh, I'm sure. And it's kind of on this scale for us. Yeah, it feels like it's been true as well. Like once we Derek and I started doing sweater boys, and it's like happened and it's yes. going it's like oh yeah wait oh i know how to do this yeah you, you know what i mean like the, yeah. the concept of executing something right is no longer an ethereal concept it's like oh that oh you just you just do it and then you make yeah. it better as as you continue well and i think and it's funny because you started really focusing on sweater boys the minute i started blogging i think we both did those things kind of at the same time yeah and um, it's just interesting. And a part of it is just the confidence to do it, maybe. Sure. With like, careful, you're bumping your mic there. Yeah, that friend. was my shoulder. Um, but. Sounds go. of shoulders. Whoa. A lot of it is the confidence to A do it. A lot of it is the confidence. So, I mean, like this didn't, the podcast didn't happen until I was putting out blogs and, and not holding back as much, I think. Yeah. Um, you know ideally i would probably prefer to be focused on one thing right now yeah but the ease of putting out those blogs is has just increased sure so now this I, like i can put more time into this now right because i have those like i know i i know what i'm doing yeah. funny story i accidentally did not save my blog yesterday and had Ooh, to redo it all that's a hilarious story <laughs> Oh, we were talking about that a while back. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I did it again. Anyways, save, save, save. Save, save, save. And I'm just always learning new things about Squarespace, man. Ah. Uh, no, it's, um, what, what what did you just say? Oh, the, it made me think of something. But basically, when, when you start being creative in a bunch of different fields like that, mm -hmm. they all just start to inform each other. Yeah. And I think that's cool. It is. It's really magical. Yeah, it is magical. It is a magical thing. It is. And it's like, and then you start reading more, and then every time you read, you're like, oh, yeah. you can now context, uh, contextualize the stuff you're learning yeah. in a different way. Yes. And then you can bring that back to whatever it is. And Generalize? Is that what you're trying to say? I guess. Yeah. Either yeah. way. I mean, you can take the, literally take the lessons you're learning in books and then use them in the podcast. And then, right. and then you take those that information and then use it in your blog and then mm -hmm. you take that information and use it in your life and then you get feedback 
via however e- exactly. the world actually reacts to you. And you're like, oh, and then you come back right. and you keep the cycle going. So I think right. that's kind of, that's really the beauty of the whole podcasting and blogging and everything. The writing thing mm-hmm. is you're just, you're communicating with yourself. Yeah. And then you inevitably, inevitably get better because you're like, oh, well, what did I do? Oh, well, I guess I'm going to spend 20 minutes today thinking about what I've just gotten better at. That's true. I don't know. No, I like that. It is. It's a beautiful thing to be that inspired. And I'm very grateful that at this point in my life, I am. Inspired? Inspired. And doing all these things. Because it's, it's uh, I don't know. I just feel like for me personally, it adds to my overall quality of life. Oh, yeah. Um, to be doing things that I want to do when I want to do them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. That's a... Uh... That's big. That's big on the list. Uh, I was uh, looking at uh, some, just, you know, scrolling through the IG. The IG. And I really like um, having my Instagram, not that it's 100% this way, but set up in a way that, you know, what I follow is like uh, inspirational and like thought provoking and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And actually my friend, uh, Andrew Metzler, um, the one who recommended Zen and the Art of Happiness, he was kind of the first person to put me onto that. Mm-hmm. But it's with it was with like Facebook groups, like years mm-hmm. and years ago. And he is because he would like come to me and and we'd be you know just hanging out, and he'd be like telling me about this or that, like some interesting information. I'm like, dude, like where do you hear all this stuff? Right. And he's like, oh yeah, it's under like knowledge of today or like How all these cool. all these different like fun science facts mm-hmm. and actually oh you know where, where it really started was with um oh man what was it called essentially it was like roulette with internet pages but it was all so you like click and it would just show you stuff that you were interested in oh, okay. so you would pick like i like science and i like art and i like uh aeronautics and, oh i feel like i did that yeah yeah it, no it was it was big yeah. A lot of people I'm were doing it. I'm pretty I, sure I did. I just can't remember what it was called. No, I don't remember either. It was a long uh, time ago. Yeah, but it was cool. Um, and so, yeah, he came, he put me onto that. And I love that to just have those little bits of inspiration. I've always been someone who likes quotes. Yeah, I know. And, yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think a quote <laughs> is great because you can read it and just be like, get fired up real quick and be like, oh, damn. Oh, absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. But yeah, but all that to say, I was... Uh, Scrolling through the gram and saw a little video talking about uh, how Mark Cuban like made his first million dollars or something, um, and basically he decided, uh, thanks to I guess a bunch of books he was reading about mm-hmm. how to retire by like thirty five, that he was just going to live like a, a college student like after he was out of college. Nice. So he didn't buy a new car. He lived with like five roommates. Um, he ate like macaroni and cheese and like stuff like that. Have you shown me this before? Probably. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I think it's just, it's a good thing to remember. It's like, uh-huh. you like, where are your priorities? Is it, is it in being comfortable right now? Or is it like really setting yourself up to in a few years? Like, yeah. Be chilling. You know? Yeah. I know. It makes me like not completely, but almost regret my new car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> but then you get, then yeah, you have it, so you can't regret it. That's so, true. So you got to be I like love that car. You got to, yeah, it's fun. It's a fun <laughs> car. And so you got to rich dad, poor dad, it, and be like, I know. How can I afford this? Yeah, exactly. So and 
as opposed to wasting energy on regret yeah and I, that's why i said almost because like because nah, then i'm gonna get in it right now when i leave and it's gonna be amazing yeah exactly um yeah no. i i i like that car and a lot of it for me was like man i've earned this sure so that was you know sure yeah i always i always struggle with that idea though because people say people say that kind of stuff a lot and i don't I don't necessarily uh, love that. Why? Because um, I think you, you, all of a sudden you talk yourself into a, a big ass house that you can't afford. Like, ah, oh, but I work so damn, I work so hard. I feel like that's always the beginning of the sentence. Yeah, but I, I work so hard. I've earned uh, this. And um, may, maybe you have. I mean, because in, you know, in some sense, it's like, why, why are we working if we're not going to spend it on X, Y, or Z? Right. Yeah, and I could have. I mean, I had the money. Sure. It wasn't like I wasn't. I was buying my putting something. Uh, I was completely putting a liability and an expense, or adding an expense into yes, my life. Were. Yes, you were. Not, but. Yes, I was. <laughs> yes, you're right. I mean, that's 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 yeah, my but own, it, yeah. What it didn't drain. It wasn't something that was going to drain me or put me in debt. That's what I mean. Sure. So. But, it, but yeah, but it is. It's hard but, to argue with you. Did you know that? Sure. I'm, I'm decent at it. Uh, as long as it's not bringing you money and it's costing you money, that's called a liability. Okay. Yes. I did say it was a liability. Yeah. But no, that's, but if it makes you happy, uh, it's probably not bad to have. Well, that's what I say about you. Right. Sure. <laughs> That's very. That's a very. Uh, that's a very kind and uh, and uh, thoughtful way uh, of uh, of classifying me. <laughs> I appreciate you that. You make me happy. So yeah, <laughs> I'm absolutely a liability. I don't deny it. Oh God, don't freak me out now, Mark Little. Why? <laughs> no, um, I would consider myself an asset. Yeah, I consider you an asset too. You in that orange beanie, which circling back to the office, tell us why you have that orange beanie, Mark Little. I have this orange beanie. This is actually my brother's beanie. Um, it is a neon. Okay, for those of you that can't see, it's, it's like right it's now. a it's a hunting orange beanie. Oh, whatever that means. Yeah, if you've ever seen a hunter wearing orange, you know that color, extremely bright, neon. I just call it a highlighter. Well, I guess I, I've always been more partial to uh, pink and yellow highlighters. Oh, actually. Me too. Yeah. I just, whenever I think highlighter, I think of those colors. I don't really, my first thought is not orange, but anyhow, yeah, this beanie, uh, is, uh, belonging of my brother, um, <laughs> who has generously allowed me to wear it from time to time. Uh, it is quite comfortable and of course, reminiscent of one Dwight Schrute, um, a wonderful gentleman mm-hmm. featured on The Office. Oh. Yeah. On that note. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode has been brought to you by the lovely people at Binchata. Binchata. When horchata just won't do. Drink responsibly, ladies and gentlemen, and we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.